What are you thinking about? I do what I do because of my dad. He was a hero. He gave his life for the pursuit of knowledge. Control, you're getting that over. Welcome back to our channel over here at Broke Boy Media, and today we are going to be reviewing Ad Astra, and with me, back from the grave, is Devin. How are you doing today, buddy? How's it going? I'm sad I missed that Hustlers review, but yeah, man. I, I could have I corrected your Jennifer Lawrence mistake. But. Oh my gosh, you don't even get me started with that. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was typing up the script and everything, and... You know, I, I put it out there, and um, one of my friends, he was like, dude, you, you said Jennifer Lawrence, but you eventually corrected yourself. I was like, no, I didn't. I looked back, and I was like, yep, yeah, I messed up. I screwed the pooch, so. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. Um, it, it's too late now, but oh well. <laughs> I don't want to go back and re-render it, but maybe. I don't know. We'll see, but. As um as I said earlier, we are uh, today we are reviewing uh, Ad Astra featuring Bat Brad Pitt. And before we get started today, just want to let you guys know that we are um, available to listen to this review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, here on YouTube, and Anchor as well. And if you'd like to follow us on uh, Twitter at Broke Boy Media, that's Broke underscore Boy spelled B-O-I underscore media. We uh, like to talk about movies and, you know, games sometimes, but mainly movies, TV shows, and the Emmys are this weekend. So that's yeah. very, very um, fun. I'm just uh, waiting for my my favorite show in the world to wipe the floor. Um, <coughs> sorry. No, <laughs> I'm not bias but um you know if i'm i'm excited for the emmys overall let's just leave it at that but yeah so let me just read this uh, synopsis here for ad astro really quick uh astronaut roy mcbride undertakes a mission across the unforgiving solar system to uncover the truth about his missing father and his doomed expedition that now 30 years later Threatens Universe, directed by James Gray and written by James Gray and Ethan Gross and stars Brad Pitt, uh, Tommy Lee Jones, uh, Ruth Nega, and um, a little bit of Liv Tyler. Liv, yeah, just a little bit. She's and a, and a skosh of Donald Sutherland. And a skosh of Donald Sutherland. Yeah. Um, overall, you know, when I when I, I didn't really know what to make of this movie. Um, this is going to be kind of a quick review of, of our thoughts about this because. Um, there's a lot to digest. There's a lot to digest, and we don't want to go overboard with talking about everything. But um, this is a, this is the type of movie that you need to see for yourself, just because it's so different. You need to right see how you how you feel about it. And like, I mean, if if you liked movies like Interstellar or um, my gosh, Annihilation or uh, First Man, then you'll probably like this movie. Granted that, uh, you know, Interstellar and Annihilation, a little bit a little bit more action-based, but those definitely kept me interested throughout. And so did this movie um, as well. I never saw First Man, but um, I, I like Brad Pitt's performance. It was a very slow burn. This is the year of Brad Pitt. It Especially really come, come Oscar season, he's going to have a couple nominations. He's going to be... 
He might be nominated for lead actor and supporting actor. I don't know when the last time that happened. Yeah, that is very true. He's he's up he's he's on the come up, man. He is definitely on the come up. Clip Booth was probably one of my favorite characters come out of uh, this year so far. So <laughs> the train has left the station. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, did, what, what what were your uh, quick thoughts about this uh, movie? Just you know your what you liked, what you didn't like, and so on and so forth. I think, like, my favorite thing by far is, like, the setting. I loved, like, how they said in the beginning was, like, near future. So it was, like, definitely in the future, but, it, like, you don't really know how far into the future it was. And I love how they were, like, subtle with how they showed how it was the future. Like, they had futuristic things, but it wasn't like, oh, this is the year 3000. Like, oh, look at us. But it was yeah. just, like, a really, really cool setting. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, the cinematography was amazing. Um, I'm kind of kicking myself in the butt for not seeing this in IMAX, because originally I was going to, but my plans changed throughout the day. So I just wanted to go see it in a standard viewing. But um, it, it kept me on the edge of my seat, man. You know, it. Um, I, I just... I, I don't I don't hate this movie whatsoever. <laughs> like like, like the the idea the idea of commercial travel to, to different planets is just so cool. Like yeah, it was cool. It feels like it feels like we're close, but at the same time, it just feels so far away. Yeah, because like it really it's a really cool time period. Yeah, yeah, that, that that's exactly what I liked about it. You know, it's kind of you know colonizing a little bit on Mars and the Moon. You know, he goes from Earth to the Moon. And then from the moon to Mars, and then from Mars, like like imagine getting on a rocket, like like just like it's a plane. Yeah, have, that's like, pretty much how they had it. I was it's like, crazy. I was like, this is odd. Uh, and then <laughs> it's just it's, it's, it's a, kind of weird. It's like coworkers. The movie is the movie is kind of like a slow burn, but it also has action to get you through it, and you're on the edge of the seat the whole time. So it's, yeah. it's kind of a weird combination. Yeah, it really was, and I mean, I I did I definitely felt the you know the the movie made me care about you know um, Brad Pitt uh, playing the son and, and his father. It, it made me care about the relationship because you kind of wanted to know what happened. Um, but the one little gripe I had about it was you know after he sneaks on to the shuttle from Mars to Neptune, is it Neptune? Into Jupiter? Neptune? Yeah, Neptune. One yeah. of those. Huh? One of those. I'm pretty, yeah, I think it was Neptune. Uh, correct me, everyone, whoever is listening to this. And, um, you know, he sneaks on, um, you know, with his little uh, crew that originally he pretty much saved their skin and then, you know, they, they tried to kill him. Yeah, and then like, he, yeah. Kind of, he, he kind of murders them all, just kind of like. Indirectly. They, they, they were going with, with, a, with a flawed protagonist type of thing, which I, I could get it, but it was just kind of odd that he was put in that situation and had to do that. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, they did him dirty a little bit there. They're like, okay, you know, well, you know, we brought you to Mars to try to contact your father. And clearly something happened, you know, between like the, what, two times he tried to contact his father. But it's by the time, you know, he got to his father in Neptune, he was so far gone that it just kind of all fell apart. But like, I mean, it kept me on like, you know, like when, it, it, oh man, just, you know, the fight between you know, the space monkey was kind this, of- This this space pirate fight was so cool. Uh, but we have what looks like unidentified rovers approaching our position. Possible pirate activity. Alpha, we need backup. 
Yeah. yeah. The idea of space pirates is just awesome. Just people in space just chasing yeah, after them. Just like, oh, yeah, you know, there are other people here fighting for resources. And that totally makes sense. Um, I saw a high top film. I'm not sure you know who that is. He uh, did a comparison. He showed the Rotten Tomatoes score, um, you know, the audience and the, and the, um, uh, critics review for, you know, Ad Astra versus Venom. And on the critic side for Ad Astra, it's highly regarded, but the audience score is very low. And it's, you know, flipped for Venom. And he's like, something is wrong here. He's like, I think he said, this is why I've lost faith in like people's, um, you know, thoughts about movies. Cause like, I mean, in retrospect, objectively, I don't personally think Venom was a really good movie. And that's just me. But, you know, with Ad Astra, I can see why some people don't like it. If you don't like space movies, like you said, you know, this is something you have to go and see for yourself overall. Uh, yeah, I can see why a wider audience wouldn't like Ad Astra quite as much just because it's kind of a different way of storytelling. Yeah. It's like not what we're used to yeah, as far as the protagonist. There's and not a lot of action, but there's just enough to keep you interested. So... Yeah, um, did you have any other uh, comments, questions, concerns about the movie? Uh, or did you want to go straight to, uh, uh, do you want to go straight to, um, you know, grading it? I guess grading it. <laughs> one, of my, uh, one of my favorite scenes was when he's like reading the message that's getting uh, sent over to the to his dad. The one when he goes off went off script. Yeah, when he goes off script and starts crying, that one was that was really good. That's that like Oscar really worthy. I, I agree. I think that was one of my favorite scenes as well. And during the very beginning one, you know, he's falling from, you know, I forgot what sphere they were in, but with his uh, parachute, you know, um, got a few holes in it from the uh, wreckage. But even that and when his fa him and his father, like, you know, fighting in just the middle of freaking space. I was just like, you know, you, you never really think about it from day to day. It's like, hey, you know, we're we're here. But, you know, there, there are other planets out there, but, you know, the whole extra ET, extraterrestrial lifestyle, it's like, oh, are we the only ones here? Or maybe, maybe not. But that space monkey, <laughs> I was like, holy crap. Like, I also uh, love towards the end, he, uh, Brad Pitt's character had a quote. It was something, it was something like, I look forward to to not having solitude or something like that. Yeah. He, that was a really powerful quote. Yeah. It was something like, I'm, I'm looking forward to the end of my solitude. Yeah. Yeah. That's, like that, that sounds right. Yeah. Uh, that really got me thinking. That was, yeah. that was really good. I thought, the, I thought the movie was going to end right there, to be honest. I'm not yeah. going to lie. <laughs> it added a little more action. Yeah, it really did. I mean, in the one Liv, more. Liv Tyler, Liv Tyler didn't do much. Oh no. She was there for like, what? Maybe six minutes altogether. It was so exciting when he asked me to come and be a part of the film and they were already filming actually and my character wasn't very defined so it was kind of a work in progress so he said will you come out and we sort of filmed different things over a few months to kind of no backstory with her oh yeah that was her wife his wife that left him because reasons of being an astronaut yeah that's probably <laughs> one of my biggest gripes is the like the minor characters just were kind of there like with nega Donald yeah. Sutherland and, and Liz Tyler, they were just, Liv Tyler, they were just kind of there. There wasn't much character development for them at all, but. I agree. Another gripe that I had was, you know, after he comes back to Earth, like, 
he doesn't really have any repercussions because they tried to get rid of him, you know, as soon as he gets uh, goes back to Mars. And they're like, oh, you know, you're mentally unstable to, um, you know, fly back to Earth. And they said that his pulse had never hit like above 80 or something like that. But that was just another little gripe. Like when he gets back, it's like, oh, he's back. But like, did he did he actually make it back? Mm, mm. That's a good question. Because I think if he made it back, he might have some uh, legal issues. I thought he did. Well, he met his. He, he met left Tyler Tyler in the in the coffee shop. I, <laughs> maybe it was, maybe it was all a dream. Maybe it was all in his head. Who knows? I hate it when movies do that. It was all a dream. It's like wow, wow. <laughs> but um. Yeah, was there anything else uh, before you wanted to wrap up here? Uh, yeah, it's just it's just pretty crazy that a movie about space decides to take the different route and mm-hmm. instead of having extraterrestrial life, this movie goes about saying, hey, maybe there's nothing out there and it's just humans that we have to rely on. It's kind of an interesting take. I agree, man. I, I definitely agree because, yeah, like pretty much... Any, well, I never saw First Man, but I am assuming that's not really about extraterrestrial life no <laughs> but like but, a lot of a lot of movies about aliens in space yeah and just i always be like interstellar. oh there's there's aliens out there and this one's kind of took the opposite route and it's kind of a bleak look at our universe but on the same hand yeah and, and, and we gotta look out for ourselves out. yeah no yeah i totally sorry i didn't mean to cut you off there no i totally agree though it kind of just reminds of us if anything how alone we are in the universe because you don't really think about the day-to-day like i said earlier but like you know what else could be out there but sometimes it's like what if there just isn't <laughs> like, yeah it's just it makes you think what if it were you know there's a reason why there's no you know oxygen in space sometimes people believe that you're not really meant to go up into space but and I like the fact that the, even when they got on, on other planets and on the moon, it was still, like, the same, like, commercialized. Yeah. Every, everything was, like... There were people born on, like, the moon and Mars. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. what would you give this score, this this grade, out of 100, Devin? I was going back and forth. I think I'm going to go with solid 80. Okay. I didn't I didn't love it, but I, I definitely appreciate what it was going for and I like the vision and everything. Right. Yeah. So I'll probably I'll probably have to go with like I'm gonna go with a seventy seven. Um and that that's not a bad score whatsoever. I really did enjoy the film. It's just maybe I need a second viewing to like understand it more. Cause like I mean I understood where, where they're coming from, but I mean, it, it was great. You know, it was beautifully shot. You know, the acting was amazing. You know, yeah, little gripes here and there, obviously. But um, I'm pretty much on the same boat with you on this one. Because at first, I didn't think I was going to like this movie. But I ended up liking a little bit more towards the end. But it did get me thinking. Yeah. Just in general. So, yeah, I, I would say just 77. Just just because you know no movie's perfect but that that's not a a 77 is not a bad score everyone out there this isn't oh you know i'm gonna give this a c plus whatever whatever this isn't math you know algebra whatever school in general i i would say anything i would say anything like i can't yeah maybe like 50 or below is a little concerning yeah i'd say anything above above 60 is good 
Yeah, yeah, I agree with that for sure. Because everyone, even you know, with games, people were like, ooh, you know, I don't know about that game. You know, it's in the 70s. That doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad game. But same thing with movies. And Brad Pitt even said himself that, you know, you shouldn't judge a movie based on its opening weekend box office. Um, all right, so let's just uh, end this here. Uh, thank you, everyone, for uh, listening in on this review of Ad Astra. Again, you can uh, listen to this uh, review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Acor, and you can catch the YouTube version um, here on YouTube, obviously. And Devin, always thank you for coming on. And um, let's get ready for some Emmys, some football. Yeah, as well. Good Sunday coming up. We got a great Sunday coming up. Great Sunday. It's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be amazing. But um, and also don't forget to follow us on Twitter at broke underscore boy underscore media boy spelled b o i. And uh, we'll see you guys um in the next one. Peace. And again, what we can learn about ourselves, but at the same time, I think, you know, all the astronauts that I had heard seem to talk about, it makes them appreciate Earth all the more and our responsibilities as custodians of Earth and and with each other. And I, I found that really powerful.